Tonight's Wolfmania is brought to you from number 668, The Neighbour of the Beast. Hello, good evening and welcome to Wolfmania the podcast, the in your ears version of Wolfmania the website. Which you can find at www.wolfmania. I think you've missed a W out. www. Not wanting to be pedantic. You've passed my test, well done. <laughs> At least someone's paying attention, listeners. The webmaster. <laughs> <laughs> I've foiled him again. <laughs> where? Wolfmania.org. That's right, it's not a charity. I will be talking a little bit more about charity later on today. Yeah, fans of, uh, fans of charitable causes, don't move. <laughs> don't go away. You like giving money away to stuff? Then you've come to the right place. Speaking of which, oh, www.wolfmania.org, the website. Fully stocked. Between the shop. Fully, oh, fully stocked. It, it is overbrowing. Uh, over over it's overbrowing. It is a bit. We're overbrowing. We're overbrowing. Chest <laughs> yeah. slap. Yeah, exactly. And then wrestling. Come at me, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're over we're overbrowing and overflowing with incredible things to buy. But don't spend all your money on it, because there's also charitable stuff that you could do. You could spend a little bit for you and a little bit for charity and you'd feel just wonderful. Yeah, but a little spring in your step for the rest of the day. Yeah. One present for you, one present for the needy you wait till you see which charity it is to. Oh it's a it's 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 it's, it's a worthwhile one. Yeah, it? it's a very, very, very worthwhile one. Nobody needs the money more. All charities are worthwhile, aren't they, really? Yes. They're not, though, are they? Anyway, listeners. <laughs> Have you got a list of your top three not worthwhile charities? Well, yeah, yeah. Go on, then. <laughs> Here's your hot take for the week, listeners. Well, not like a list of them, but like the ones for, for donkeys. A donkey sanctuary. Is that controversial? Is, is that controversial? You know it's controversial because I sponsored a donkey. Did, did you? Yes, you know I sponsored a is donkey. This, is this when you sponsored a kid against Harriers player? I also, uh, I have I have given charitably to Kidderminster Harriers. There's news about that coming later in the year. Okay. I have bought a premium uh, charitable package. Have you? Yes, for the give it 100% appeal at Kidderminster Harriers Football Club. And uh, the prize of which is I will be in this year's team photo. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely true. If I had given more than I, if I doubled my donation... I'd probably get a run out in the first team. <laughs> wow. Do you think they'd let you just quickly whip a suit on and sit right in the middle of it as well? Just for one, just for one shot. That'd be the photo to end all photos. No, I'm getting it? my kit on. Yeah, okay. I want to, I, I want to be down, bended knee, bouncing. Yeah. You know, with with the ball. Okay, okay. I think, I, I think I'm in it. Or yeah. it might be a little implausible. I'm 32, it's unlikely. So I could, maybe I just look like a coach. 
Yeah. Like a friendly coach. Yeah. The guy with the laptop. The yeah. laptop guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Morale and tactics. Like when a sub comes on, you stand by him and he ignores you whilst you cover your mouth. <laughs> so, that, so that they... <laughs> that, yeah, that's yeah. what I'll try. Because you're that. giving him such knowledge. You're giving the world such knowledge. You've got I'll, to I'll cover him. my mouth and whisper something to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they can't see him yeah. in the sixth tier of English football. <laughs> <laughs> Just um so that that's so that's a worthwhile charitable uh, donation. Not actually a registered charity. No, no it's not. Uh professional football club. I'd I'd, I'd give to that. Yeah. I wouldn't give. You it. know I sponsored a donkey though. I don't know you'd sponsor a donkey. Tom Harrison his name was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> got a certificate, got a letter from him. What what's happened to Tommy Harrison? Died. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But he died a millionaire, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, richest donkey in Devon. As as uh, yeah, as uh, as far as I'm aware, he went out like Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> he was there, donkey by a swimming pool, load of other lady donkeys in gold bikinis. Yeah, dancing around, big shades on. Yeah. Happiest donkey there possibly was. Also sponsored a uh, a wolf pack, uh, which was on message on brand. Well, that's different because a wolf pack, presumably Polish wolf pack, Polish wolf pack, Polish Polish wolf pack are they're presumably a native species. They yep. probably suffered a lot due to industrialisation of Eastern Europe, yeah. and uh, so they, they need a bit of help. They need a helping hand. A, don- a donkey doesn't. Though, no, does no, it turns out not. Uh, the the wolf pack did need more help than perhaps I could give them. Okay. As well, I got a, a very harrowing letter from. <laughs> Uh, from uh, oh, what's it, what's the organisation called? Wolvesandhumans.org uh, dot org. Okay. Who sent uh, a photo of what they were expecting to be uh, an overhead drone photo of the wolf pack uh, in the happy piece? It just looked like somebody dropped a chicken donner on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what was left of the wolf pack. I'm afraid. Oh was, dear, um, dear, oh dear, oh dear. Terrible. Still, uh, terrible you, news. Had, you had a sort of warm glow when you. Saw the director go out every month. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Mostly I was uh, thrilled to just get a sticker. Was it a good sticker? It's a really good sticker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got a paw print and uh, I knew I was doing something worthwhile uh, with it. You can get stickers, of course, free with every order at www.wolfmania.org. Not a charity. Free stickers? Free stickers. Not. Don't wow. write in for a free sticker unless you're buying something, though. We are not a charity. Just to be clear, not a charity. What what could you buy to, to, to obtain this free sticker? What what could you buy from the store? What, what, would, what would you like? Well, recently I've been getting up quite early in the mornings, and I've been uh, I've been trying to make myself a cup of coffee, and I've been getting the coffee out, yeah. and I've been getting the kettle boiled, and I've just been pouring the water entirely onto the worktop. <laughs> There is something missing from your morning routine. And just trying to stir... And apart from it being somebody's mum to sort it out for you, (laughs) which is what you really need, we are not selling mums. Okay. Well, we could, though. We could. Mother's Day special. (laughs) Mums for sale. Pretty pretty good, pretty efficient mums. Honestly, we would be making more money than we are now. We'd also probably be arrested. Probably, probably. So, yeah, I could do with a vessel... Mum trafficking. A vessel of some kind to... uh, to make my hot drinks win in the morning. Tim, what you need to do is mug yourself. Yeah? Okay. You need to get mugged right <laughs> off by the people at wolfmania.org. We've got mugs. Mugs. There's mugs. Hand thrown. 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> Neither do I. I think it is it made by a man on a potter's wheel. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Thanks, Might bro. be a robot man. Yeah. But you can certainly you can throw them if you want. Yeah. And that's fine. It'll break. You can get another one. Yeah. Because we've got more than one mug available for sale. Just buy a couple couple in the first place. Yeah. Have one for use and one for best. Yeah. yeah. Throw you can throw that mug all down your top. Yeah. Buy a new top. We sell those as well. What are the tops like? Uh, sexy. Yeah. Yeah. All sizes, many sizes. Brilliant. Yeah, uh, they they have a back print. Oof. Yeah, it's quite they're quite nineteen ninety one. If truth be told, they're quite grungy. Stiff, stiff with print. <laughs> Board stiff workwear. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Yeah. Oh, get that. Get some badges. Get a hat. All that sort of stuff. A hat. You can uh, get a hat. A hat. Yes. Honestly, we'll sell you anything. With uh, with winter coming, you're going to need a hat. Aren't you? It's going to be absolutely. What is it? June now. It is June. Absolutely, I haven't thought this through there's at a, all. There's, there's, a, there's a nip in the air. It's yeah. uh, the seasons are turning. The, yeah. It's time to pop a pop a hat on and have a hot drink. <laughs> absolutely is. Absolutely is. Hey, uh, Tim. Yes. We should. Uh, I think we're contractually obliged to mention our sponsors this week. We've got some sponsors. Yes. That isn't just us. Um, they're probably going to want to be pulling out right about now. <laughs> I would have thought. <laughs> Certainly wanted to be, uh, be be going home. This week's episode of Wolf Mania, the podcast, is brought to you by the letter I, and. By Music Heritage UK. They are a registered charity. Yeah, thanks very much, Music Heritage UK. Then, then They might not be a registered charity. They're a charity. Well, they're sounding less plausible by the minute here. <laughs> yeah. when, what do you think they do, Tim? I think that they restore ancient loots. Yeah, that would yeah. be, be a good thing to do for Music That's Heritage musical UK. heritage, isn't it? But, I'd, I'm th- but, but I've heard on the grapevine they might do something a little bit more exciting. Than what's that? that? Well, a little bit more, but a little bit more modern, a little bit more right. up to date. I'm genuinely asking. I have no idea what they do. Okay, is there a website? Yes, I, you I suspect there. there's a website. You go there. I could type it in. I wonder what that is. That's probably Music Heritage UK. Probably dot org. That's what charities do, don't they? <laughs> a bit like Wolfmania dot org. It's not a charity. <laughs> www.musicheritage.org's are cheaper because. They sell them, they think, oh, that's nice, isn't it? No one's going to want that because it sounds www.musicheritageuk.org is uh, the home of. You know what would be really good if they. As a slightly older rocker gentleman with maybe some minor music heritage, do you think I can apply for a grant? <laughs> some kind of. I could do with some preservation. <laughs> Maybe. If I write to them, will they preserve me? Maybe this could be the first step in the application process. It probably will. They probably have a formal formal, uh, process for that. I know they've been doing some work with the uh, Royal Albert Hall. They've been uh, doing some work with the Isle of Wight Festival. Never heard of either of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, what better way to find out? It'd be fascinating to hear a little bit more about the history of both of those... uh, places and events yeah by going to www.musicheritageuk.org and uh, downloading their podcast they've got a podcast what are you doing listening to this everybody off you go off you pop i think they're pretty much the same sort of thing yeah similar similar talking about stuff that happened in the past that you can vaguely remember to a (laughs) semi-literate half-listening crowd of people i didn't mean to say semi-literate it wasn't the word i was looking for it wasn't was it no we'll drop that I think they're doing pretty much the same sort of thing as we are, Tim, just uh, vaguely recalling things that happened in the musical past and uh, explaining it to 
their thousands of worldwide subscribers. Well, I, for one, I'm going to subscribe on my way home and have, have a little listen to uh, some of their content and uh, find out some fascinating uh, music history. Yeah, good idea. Let's do that. See, uh, I say that I need a bit of musical heritage-preserving Tim, but um, I'm actually getting uh, all sorts of gig offers at the moment since we started the podcast. Is that so? Yeah, all sorts of gig offers coming in. If I'm being entirely honest, someone asked if I'd go to the karaoke with them. But all counts. It's exactly. That is singing for money, right? You're paying, I'm, I'm you're paying, paying the money. <laughs> I'm paying the money. But you know, that's uh, that's uh, that's singing for money. And uh, I was thinking after last week's uh, very throaty uh, late night session, we were uh, talking about uh, <laughs> Actually, that was hotter than uh, any of the stuff we talked about on the on the, the late night hot session. I think we were talking about, um, you know, the adventurous uh, spirit that we uh, that we both are. Um, do tune into the late night version of uh, Wolfmania, everybody. And uh, I suggested that I'd try anything once, except maybe ska punk and heroin. And Morris dancing. <laughs> I was wondering why you dressed like that. Heard <laughs> the jingle coming up the stairs. Um, I thought about it, and I thought, what do people really want? They probably do want the scar punk. So I've but given you said it that, not the heroin. That's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, you've combined the two. I've given it a bit of a go. I've had a had a go at uh, rewriting the uh, the theme tune. Oh really? Yeah. 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 I was never really keen on the original one, so uh, yeah. you know. Fancy a listen? Why not? All right. I'm, I'm knackered. I'm exhausted. That's been, all that all that running on the spot you've been doing. My knees up round my ears. <laughs> been beer flying through the air. You're like Mother Brown. I am. I am like, You're like Mother Brown at a No FX show. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. 
What, what an awful genre of music Scar Punk is. <laughs> what are you talking about? That was surely one of the shortest seven minutes <laughs> that, you've, that you've ever musically encountered. I mean, it, it's supposed to sound all sunny and happy, isn't it? But And make you all content and uh, joyous. But as the opposite effect on me. I can tell by the I can tell <laughs> by the incredible radio friendly tone in your voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that's not a not a goer for the uh, uh, the new theme tune. I Give think, the people what they want, Tim. Yeah. What they want's a good time. Yeah. Even if you think it's a terrible time. In fact, probably especially if you think it's a terrible time. Well, that is great life advice, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if we think it's a bad idea, I can't argue. People will love it. I can't argue with that at all. So maybe, maybe. People will honestly everything that we don't like. People really like. Yes, I'm aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> like elbow. Yeah, like, like elbow. Do Just you like, like elbow. Yeah. Do you, do you like elbow? What I don't like about elbow is how, if there is a trailer for a television program, which has maybe got some slightly emotional content in it, they'll sometimes use a song by elbow. Yeah. As the sort of the the bed beneath that, yeah. So there'll be like some sort of, I don't know, horns, a brass section, sound a bit northern, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Well, you d- you don't like uh, them using elbow in, say, an advert for DIY SOS with Nick Knowles. Well, it's kind of just like shorthand for now. You should feel a bit teary, isn't it? And you know that's not usually a problem, but you shouldn't just use elbow for that, should you? It should be. Something else? I don't know. What 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 else have they got? <laughs> well, you could put a bit of... What would I use if I was... Sigur Ross. That's what of, you'd use. A bit of Sigur Ross. Yeah, something, something a bit like that. They always use a bit of Sigur Ross. But it's the, it's the, it's the lyrical content of the elbow as well, isn't it? That's, that's the best bit. Is it? Is that your favourite bit? I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> I like him. I think he's a charismatic, warm... Good singing presence. Is this how it went earlier? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Anyway, but, no, I do. I do. I like him. I like him. I think he's. I think he's nice. I think yeah. He's your nice sister friend. likes him. My sister loves him. Yeah. She yeah. loves a bit of elbow. She like. <laughs> does she like the one that goes like that? <laughs> does she like the one that goes? <laughs> Isn't it? It, none of them go like that. <laughs> it goes. They all go. <laughs> It's a, bit, it's a bit higher than I'm that. I'm building a robot <laughs> out of chips and gravy. <laughs> Come on, lads, we're going over top. <laughs> Emily Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Emily Dickinson? Emily Dickinson's an author. She's a poet. A poet. Yeah. It's not one of the most famous ones, though, is she? What? <laughs> <laughs> not that you should just say the most famous one. What, what did you she want? write? Blackburn Rovers, <laughs> Sylvia Plath. <laughs> All of the lads, they had to have a bath outside. <laughs> that's how they go. Oh, that's made me. <laughs> I think they're very good. Yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> and when they put that on whilst they're advertising DIY SOS, oh, that's not true though. That's always uh, Coldplay, isn't it? But yeah. Oh no, the builders have done it for free. Oh, Nick Knowles looks incredibly hungover. <laughs> you, can, you can smell the booze coming off him through the screen. It smells like that bloke I sat by on the bus on the way. Yeah. He's had 
20 Marlboro Reds the night before. He's <laughs> oh, getting hammered in Gatwick Airport weather spoons. Yeah. <laughs> That's Nolsey. Hey, I wonder if uh, if Elbow have ever done a, a ska punk song. I wonder what that would sound like. <laughs> and I wonder if when you're tuning in for episode J, you might find out. Oh. <laughs> That's just cruel. You just put that <laughs> nugget in my head. <laughs> in the, oh, you're an evil man, Tim. Yeah. You're an evil man. Um, this week's Wolf Mania, the podcast, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for still being here, everybody, uh, is, supon- is sponsored and brought to you by the letter I-I-I, like in that Scarpunk song, you see. But uh, when I first saw it written down that we were doing episode I this week, I was a little bit worried, I panicked, that... Um, <laughs> It was going to be a very special episode. Why, where, that, why is that? Well, I thought we'd we'd be talking about Star Wars: The Phantom Menace, the oh. most famous episode I in history. I thought you'd <laughs> thought I might just make you watch it, and then please you didn't. That you might say some funny things about it. Such a quotable film, isn't it? it? Such a quotable film. So many big lines. People in it. think people think that like Anchorman is the most quotable film ever, but I, I think I prefer The Phantom Menace. That's part racing Annie there we go who doesn't love a guy who shouts that <laughs> took you right back to 1999 didn't it <laughs> it did, it did, it did indeed <laughs> queuing outside the cinema no idea that your life was about to become much much worse no idea you're about to sit through 45 minutes of <laughs> trade federation negotiations <laughs> I, I, I was worried that we were going to be talking about the phantom menace all night and then realised that would be the worst podcast in the world. And then I realised we did it four episodes ago. <laughs> have we done this before? <laughs> we did it before. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Do you remember when Liam Neeson came in and he was all about the midi clarions? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Think of the younglings. You the people want your money back? <laughs> Sorry, mate. You the people want your money back? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> That's uh, Jar Jar Binks channeling the meerkats there, <laughs> everybody. Hey, I tell you, um, this is the, the longest intro in history. Um, fortunately, I've repaired it with the three weeks' worth of work of, of uh, beats and funny noises I've put in behind it. But we did have uh, a young man who wanted uh, their money back. Uh, last week, uh, Tim, we had uh, one person who really, really wanted their money back. And uh, he's going to be our first guest on, on the show tonight is a, a young man who wrote us a very heartfelt and really badly spelled defence of his favourite band um, how, wondered this angry listener could we claim, like we did last week uh, to love heavy metal but hate Iron Maiden did we have cloth for ears he asked, had our minds been eroded with all the bedwetting indie swearing, I know what a bunch of pretentious he spelt that wrong by the way Dicks. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's notes and corrections, mistakes and regrets section is handed over to Mr. Eddie Metal, the self-proclaimed number one Iron Maiden fan in all of Hampshire. It's the notes and corrections, mistakes and regrets section. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's the notes and corrections, mistakes and regrets section. It's the notes and correction, mistakes and regrets section. Hi everybody, thanks for sticking with us, thanks for being back. You're back in, this is probably about part 23 of this week's Wolf Mania, the podcast. And we are joined in the studio today 
uh, by an angry young man, Mr Eddie Metal, the number one Iron Maiden fan in all of Hampshire. He's come in today to put us right. We have a we have a leave no listeners behind policy here at Wolf Mania, the podcast. And if we've upset you, please come in and explain why we're wrong. It, it could happen. And uh, one young man who, who wants to do that today is uh, Mr Eddie Metal, who's come in to uh, fight his corner uh, after we said that Iron Maiden were boring <laughs> during last week's <laughs> last week's heavy metal podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Um Thank you for coming, Eddie. I don't think I'm angry. I think I'm passionate, which I think is slightly different. But I think, you know, given my difficulty in expressing the essence of the feeling of good music, I'd like to try to explain with some specific some specific things. For, for Iron Maiden, the biggest thing is undoubtedly their incredible range of subject material. And I think that in this area, they tower above all other bands. I mean, the way that Eddie towers above the damned on... The number of the Beast album cover, but um, Iron Maiden provides a refreshing escape from the tired themes of sex, drugs and rock and roll, which dominated hard rock and rock music uh, landscape of the 80s. And much of Iron Maiden's material was inspired by literature, movies, history, science fiction and folklore. It's broad, intelligent and insightful. And the themes are spellbinding spellbinding today as they were when the band created heavy uh, metal music nearly two days ago. They were the forerunners of the new wave of British heavy metal and uh, when you see a line of poetry like like this when when you know that your time is close at hand maybe then you'll begin to understand life down there is just a strange illusion yeah and another common feature of Iron Maiden's material is their their non-conformity to the prevailing standards and popular forms Uh, when the rest of the scene was churning out three minute songs of the standard formula of two choruses one guitar solo one final chorus Iron Maiden were writing long and complex tracks, you know, the most famous of which is the 13 uh, minutes and 45 second minute epic ballad, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, and the, epi- the epitome of so-called pro- progressive rock. And much of this musical depth can be di- directly attributed to Steve Harris's masterful songwriting <laughs> and flair for poetry. And I think a final and less tangible character- characteristic of Iron Maiden is their unique depth of sound. And this, again, is very difficult to describe. It's, it's not the clean metallic power of Judas Priest, uh, neither is it the speed and con, uh, conciseness of Metallica, nor the simple pounding rhythms of Black Sabbath. Maiden's songs tend to be much more riff-based with the strong rhythm support possible in a talented guitar duo, and the, the, these are complex melodies which shift into masterful guitar solos without sac- sacrificing the driving power of the metal chords. Uh, and their songs seem to retain a rough edge, not unlike that of a live performance, and indeed one must say that a Maiden has has always considered themselves to be at their best in a live environment and their 1985 Live After Death stands among the best live albums ever recorded and really I'd like like to, to, to know your opinion and your what do you think yeah. about this? Well, I, 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 again Tim, what was he saying? Uh, uh, I think he was talking about uh, the, uh, the rhyme of the ancient mariner or something so, no. <laughs> See, the thing I sort of I tuned out for a moment in all honesty he can't hear us right we're we're under the table here he can't hear us no 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 we're covering our mouths like footballers yeah the thing for me I loved his passion intensity but unfortunately I missed the end because I was googling and uh, other uh, charitable uh, web search fun- functions are available at mygeeves.org um, 
it just reminded me, it said something about the rhyme of the ancient mariner. Oh, yeah. And uh, in 2002, I had a poem published in a book that uh, was taken around schools, part of the football poems, um, football poetry, um, it's probably charitable organisation, and they were teaching it in schools to get sporty kids more interested in being boring glasses-wearing geeks <laughs> to, and stop being all healthy and running around. Anti-jock. Yeah, it was, and uh, I completely forgot about it until right now, and... Uh, Thank God to the power of the internet, I've just found it. <laughs> um, my poem was called The Rhyme of the Ancient Paul Mariner, who, some listeners may not know, was a late 1970s Ipswich Town footballer with a really pointy face. Um, he looked a bit like a, a racehorse. <laughs> the poem goes a bit like this. Way back when, at the dawn of sports... Lived a race of men with short, short shorts, with long, long throws like Big Dave Challoner, and Robin's Nest hair like ancient Paul Mariner. <laughs> That's good, I like that. Yeah, it's alright, isn't it? Yeah, I actually had two in the book, the other one was about Steve Bruce. Do you remember what that was called? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, we better come back out on the other side of this table. And he's been waiting for his answer for a little while now. Yeah, no, I think he's still talking. Is he still going? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I just want to explain the incredible power of Iron Maiden's music. And the only honest answer... Well, how can I explain the incredible power of Iron Maiden's music? And the only honest answer is no. And what exactly is it that has inspired a near-religious devotion ever since my early teens? And I think, you know, so far they've produced 13 original studio albums and several other live recordings... They've played over 2,000 live shows around the world and they've material spanning more than three decades and such staying power is so rare in the music business and equaled only by very few other bands. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Got to stop you there. I'm excited about the live shows. Have you, have you seen the band live? I've seen the band live once in my life and, uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, I've got an exciting uh, thing to show you a little bit later on uh, to do with that, but um, you must have seen the band a few times. Well, I've been, I've been to well, I've not been to, but I've seen uh, I've seen them over two thousand one hundred and ninety-two times. Over two thousand one hundred and ninety-two times. Yes. Wow. I, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Roughly. I've been very busy since nineteen eighty. I've, I've seen them to over two thousand times. Since, uh, okay. So that's dedication. That really. I've is. seen them all around the world. Yep. India, China, New Zealand, Australia, much of South America. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere in America, everywhere in Europe, Iceland. That's, uh, that's incredible dedication. Africa. Africa. Israel. Is controversial. Mm. So there's some stories to tell from, uh, yeah. from those miles you've clocked up. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> 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 Did, uh, and over 2,190... I mean, you barely look old enough. I know, I'm very deceptive my age, but uh, that's because the music of Iron Maiden makes me feel so youthful that I I just can't help but exude this... Uh, also, it makes you look youthful. Yeah, it makes me look, look youthful, youthful. Listening to yeah. Iron Maiden keeps you young. There you go. Listening perfect. to... I think you'll find that listening to Iron Maiden keeps you Adrian young. <laughs> 
<laughs> Isn't that right, Eddie? <laughs> Indeed. Very good, very good. So, uh, so Eddie, um, uh, I see you're... Uh, you, I mean, you've, you've brought something in here, here with you. Um, I couldn't help but you notice you uh, glancing furtively at it to see uh, see if there's been any updates at all. What, what, what have you got there? Uh, well, I've decided to uh, map all of those 2,000-odd uh, live uh, concert experiences. Uh, I have uh, plotted on uh, on a map and uh, shared that online with the world uh, with the uh, great charity musicheritageuk.org. Um, oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah they're great, great guys. Um, and... Um, yeah, I've decided to share off that on the on on our online map, which uh, allows people to explore all of the places that uh, Iron Maiden have played uh, around the world, and uh, all of the great venues. You know, the stadiums, the football stadiums, the uh, amphitheaters, the theatres, the small music clubs, and uh, the little pubs that they've played uh, throughout their career. Throughout their career, and uh, so you've built a Maiden map. Maiden map. The Maiden map. Um, and. Where would I go to? Uh, where would I go to go to find the Maiden map that you've got there? Uh, well, you can find the map on uh, musicheritageuk.org, um, and uh, that will allow you to uh, uh, interact with the map and uh, see all of the places that um, the Maiden have played. Uh, you can see uh, all of the um, towns and cities they visited. Okay, so uh, I'm just type, typing in uh, musicheritageuk.org, clicking on the maps here. Oh, look at that. Wow. Look that at is... that. Iron Maiden, the complete gigography. They've, they've, they've played everywhere, haven't they? Yeah, but listeners, what we're looking at is a big uh, uh, map of the world. Uh, the, the oceans are dark blue. Uh, the continents are lighter blue. And there's a red splodge everywhere that Iron Maiden have ever played and everywhere that Eddie has ever seen the band play I How? can't help but notice that uh, it looks like the Maiden played in the Galapagos Islands it's, that's not even the Galapagos Islands is it that's wrong I, I that's think it's happened. Hawaii <laughs> uh, well, you'd, well, you're you, looking at this little fella well you'd know Eddie <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're getting all uh, messed up though Eddie eh? when you're watching the band having a, a wild wild old time uh, tell me about Greenland, Eddie. Greenland, yeah, that was uh, that was quite an experience. Not as green as I expected. No, I it's, uh... To be honest <laughs> with you, I'm not sure where Greenland is. I don't think they actually <laughs> play Greenland, have they? They haven't played Greenland. That's, oh, I, okay. that's Iceland. Oh, okay. That's Iceland. But for Andrew's benefit, Greenland is that one next to Iceland that's absolutely massive. This fella. That's the Greenland. That's Greenland. Yeah. Never, never been to Greenland with no. the with the maiden. As we're as we're both calling them, that's pretty good. Where's, so, where, where's been the uh, the uh, the remotest place you've? Uh... Uh, the remote. Oh, good question. Uh, good question. The remotest place I've seen uh, Iron Maiden. Well, they've played uh, Hawaii. It's quite remote uh, physically. Yes. Um, I think playing in uh, India was conceptually quite remote. Yes. Um, you know, that's obviously playing to a completely different kind of audience. Different different. Um, Kind of location, um, so quite quite a recent one as well. The uh, the old Palace Grounds in Bangalore, two thousand and seven. Uh, mm. 
played there twice. <laughs> but then you'd know that, wouldn't you, Eddie? Of course, yeah, played 2007 there. and uh, 2009, wasn't it? He played there as well. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, also, um, Mum, I think they played Mum. Yeah, you've been to Mumbai as well. I've been to Mumbai as well. Yes. Yeah, 2008. On, yeah, uh, getting, getting went back to bit. India. Yeah, went back. Yeah, went back to India. Saw them in Mumbai. Of course, uh, little known fact, uh, my hometown, Singapore, <laughs> looks like uh, looks like you popped in, uh, been there, the, the Singapore in- Indoor Stadium. Yeah. It's not where I was born. Good times, good times. In- <laughs> not many in for that. Indoor Stadium, it's where it's, you know, where it's at. Quite big, a big heavy metal fan uh, community out there, you know. Two, 2011. Now, what, what's your, uh, what's your, what's your favourite show? Um, well, I've got plenty of favourites. Uh, I think, uh, um, the uh, Ruskin Arms is one of the uh, first gigs in uh, London in the uh, 1980. Oh, yeah. Uh, small pub in uh, London. That's where it all started. That's where the magic started. Uh, I was in uh, Norway uh, once. You went to go, Norway! And I go, yeah, I was. And uh, there was uh, a gentleman there. We, we met him at some rock and roll. <laughs> you know what it was? It was a really terrible. You were right in your email to us, Eddie. You were right. Uh, we are cloth eared because of all the shite indie we've been listening to for years. I went to see the Future Heads in <laughs> Norway. <laughs> uh, it was <laughs> which, uh, which was good because uh, I, I turned up at the bar and I practiced all my best Norwegian to order some drinks. And the person answered in. He said, uh, "Oh, you're from London." I said, oh, "How did you know I was doing my best Norwegian?" He said, "Nobody else turns up here for four hours. It's uh, it's eight o'clock in the evening. You guys come out too early." The only other person there was a gentleman who was in three Iron Maiden covers bands, <laughs> three different ones, um, uh, because he was in two different mental health institutions, and he'd set up an Iron Maiden covers band in both. Um, and he kept saying, the only, the, his best bit of English was to say to me, Iron Maiden, London's East End! <laughs> <laughs> which uh, uh, he would repeat any time we got to the word Iron Maiden. <laughs> which, um, uh, he, was, uh, he was a lovely lad. He was in a, he was in a fourth band that covered um, all sorts of different songs, modern rock, uh, a lot of heavy metal, and threw in a few Maiden covers as well, uh, which he knew particularly well. Iron Maiden, London's East End! Nice to see an airing of your generic Scandinavian <laughs> voice as well there. <laughs> so, pleased to see that one again. <laughs> There's a reason you've tuned back in. It might be that. <laughs> Seems unlikely. Um, sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt. I, I didn't. The, the map goes further down. Look at this. Oh, hang on. It's um, quite a, quite a lot. Right, right down here in uh, in, in in South Africa. That must have been uh, quite quite a show. I, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, well, it's great, great opportunity to play Africa. You know, be the first heavy metal band to play Africa. I imagine. Nineteen ninety-five <laughs> <laughs> uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, so very early, very early. But yeah, you know, to play in Cape Town. That's uh, um, and and also Johannesburg. It mm. says here. Mm. Okay, and yeah. it's uh, what's that one? There? That's this three. There's a third. The third one. The tour. Uh, Durban. Durban, Durban. Um, got, got a few here in Australia. This looks like a this looks like a, likes a uh, looks like a good one. Uh, Carnival Beach, Indonesia. 
Good times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carnival Beach, Indonesia. I, I essentially have an anecdote oh. about, uh, yeah. about that trip. Yeah, what, was the, of, what was the date of that one again? Oh, it was, it was great. Great times. We, you know, sat out on the beach, drank lots of warm real ale. It was good. Home away from home. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. So, some of Iron Maiden's own brand real ale, perhaps. Trooper. Trooper, yeah. Mm. And that, and best they, beer, best beer. Ser- served you that in Indonesia, did they? <coughs> of course. Ah, okay. <laughs> so when you're when you're travelling around uh, to all these Iron Maiden gigs, you must spend a lot of time on flights and the like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Or the, boats. Uh, yeah. No. 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 Flights. While well, I'm on, uh, I sometimes I get to travel on. Uh, uh, his airplane uh, I've forgotten the name of it right now Bruce Dickinson's airplane the Bruce Dickinson mm. Bruce Dickinson his, uh, his airplane yeah. his airplane yeah yeah sometimes uh, that's uh, obviously very exciting uh, I can imagine for any, I think for any be, heavy metal fan I'd you know as a as a heavy metal fan I, I, I know I'd find it exciting I think I'd probably probably have the name emblazoned I'd be so excited about going on mm. Iron Maiden's plane would have thought but yeah. I guess when you've seen them so many times that sort of thing slips your mind the little details it becomes work it becomes work yeah I, I, I yeah I, I can imagine you're sure you sure I'm, I'm, I'm curious about how you might sort of pass the time between the gigs whether or not you like to read at all I, la- I, your, uh... I like to listen to Iron Maiden the music of Iron Maiden um, I like to uh, read Autobiographies of uh, various members of Iron Maiden. Yeah. Um, social histories around uh, you know the Napoleonic Wars, those that kind of thing. Uh, I'm into all of that. I'm also into Brexit. Big fan of Brexit. Uh, and I like uh, <laughs> taking the, a turn there, isn't it? I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, always happens, doesn't it? You get a musical guest on, always yeah. happens. Give them enough rope. Yeah. <laughs> That's an Iron Maiden album. But I'm just aware, I'm just aware it might not, my, my personal knowledge of the Maiden isn't as in depth as Eddie's, obviously. Hmm. In depth as Eddie's, obviously. But uh, I, uh, I'm aware that Bruce Dickinson, whilst also being the vocalist, isn't a, yeah. a qualified pilot. Yeah. But it's also an author. Written, written some books. That's right. Have you, have, you, have you read his book too? I've not. But as a young man, I remember seeing someone else reading it, and it had a particularly colourful cover that caught my eye. Yeah, a bit like uh, a bit like one of those Tom Sharp novels. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Do you remember what the books were called? I know I do. What, 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 what were the books called? Um. Uh, hey, you didn't. We didn't get an Iron Maiden expert in just to ask me what the name of Eddie. What were the what's uh, <laughs> the <story doesn't> <laughs> um, I'm beginning oh. to want. I'm beginning to question some of it. Some of Eddie's authority on uh, on all of these. Uh, if, you, if you travel around the world as much as he had, I remember be, your memory would probably be a bit short. Like is this? Yeah, I'd remember mm. I'd been on Flight Six Six Six, the Iron Maiden plane, though. And you'd remember if you'd read Lord Diffie Boat Race yeah. on Indonesia's Carnival Beach. Yeah, you'd think you would, wouldn't you? <sighs> this all... young man, however, coming in here saying that we've got some kind of problem because we, we don't like Iron. I don't think he likes Iron Maiden at all. We need to get somebody in the uh, in the typing pool to check check the facts of the emails well, yeah, coming in. Absolutely, we do. You know what, Tim? What's that? I think 
we need to prove the veracity. Is that the right word? Yeah. What does the word <laughs> veracity mean? Uh, I'm not sure I trust Eddie Metal on whether <laughs> the right word is veracity. <laughs> I think it is correct. I think we need to test the veracity of some of these claims. I am dub- I think that this is some kind of internet troll from that rival podcast. Are we being catfished? Yeah. I think he's just one of those guys from Fox Mania. Not those guys. Again. Yeah. I think he's one of the guys from Fox Mania pranking us. And the weekly the weekly Fox based. Does that exist? Fox Mania, Fox Mania. <laughs> that's, how, that's how their theme goes. <laughs> Maybe we can get them on the network. Yeah. I think we need to have some kind of Iron Maiden off Ooh. between alleged heavy metal expert, Eddie Metal, and our own in house expert, Tim. Why not? I think let's put this to bed once and for all, right Indeed. here, right now. <laughs> Maybe in the form of a quiz. Let's have a quiz. Who doesn't love a quiz? Who doesn't love a quiz? Okay. Maiden pub quiz. Maiden pub quiz. Do you have to think of team names? Yes. Yes, you do. Based on Iron Maiden albums. <laughs> Good luck, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> We've got 50 questions here <laughs> We've got 50 questions here for you listeners But don't worry, stick with us We're not going to read them all out I'll just bring you the edited highlights, the best ones But do know that we are doing all 50 of the questions It's just that you don't have to listen to them Because uh, I'm not that cruel a taskmaster It's not like I'm Charlotte the Harlot or something Isn't that right, guys? Or, or the, the power slave <laughs> Are you the power slave? I'm not the power slave. Okay. I don't think I'm the power slave. I wouldn't know. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. All right. Okay. Let's let's uh, let's uh, let's crack into them, shall shall we? Let's, In this let's. this uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, guys. Um, this is <laughs> In the world's greatest bit of radio, I've printed this out in a font. So small. It's, it would need to be... I'm trying to read it by running my thumb across the page. <laughs> Lads, can you name for me the tracks that were on the original Soundhouse tapes EP? Eddie, Eddie do you want to kick us off? Um, oh, I think they contain Iron Maiden, Invasion and Prowler. He's right about that, damn... Tim, uh, do you want to try and pick up the bonus point? Uh, there, there was, um, I believe, there was another track that was to be included on it that they, they never featured on it. Strange World. Yeah, very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. It's a tie. I'm sweating. Why was it not You included? tell me, Eddie. Well, it wasn't included because the band were unhappy with the recording. Why were they unhappy with the recording? What was particularly wrong with it? I think it was poor quality <laughs> okay well that's a good enough reason for anyone isn't it well I, I think Paul Diano the original singer uh, wanted to keep it oh yeah it's, it's listeners good. I'm the only one who didn't have <laughs> anything written down there um, but let's have <laughs> another question uh, let's have another question I'm not going to tell you what number it's going to be either. that's going to be interesting isn't it 
Let's have another question here. Um, it's made so much you want to add it out, us rifling through bits of paper <laughs> later on. <laughs> <laughs> Your choice. Yogi's choice. Um, what cover song did Iron Maiden release as an A-side single? Oh, uh, Eddie. Women in uniform. Um, you're right. You're right. You're right. Tim uh, might be uh, might be another one. Uh, okay. Can you even the scores? No, it's not technically a cover song. I mean, Ed, Ed, Ed is right. There is technically, I suppose, another song not by Iron Maiden in the catalogue. See, the first one that springs to mind is the Nodding Donkey Blues. <laughs> <laughs> Big hit. But I'm going to go with something different. Is it Bring Your Daughters to the Slaughter? Yeah, that's right. I, I believe it was written by somebody who's not Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah. incredible. Isn't that right, guys? Indeed, indeed. we all <laughs> definitely knew. was. Certainly. We all <laughs> indeed. <laughs> and also, uh, a strange Christmas number one, wasn't it? Or the week after Christmas? Week after not, Christmas not, number not one. A Christmas number one obviously. In that spot where, um, if you can uh, get your fan base to get into the shop, uh, when normal people are just having a rest, you used to be able to have a massive number one hit single, The Frank and Walters. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, here's another. Here's another one for. Here's another one for you. That's uh, not what Iron Maiden said. That's what David Coverdale from White Snake always says. Here's another one for you. But he says it's all this weird posh accent. It's this weird posh Cockney accent. Here's another one for you. <laughs> all right. Here I go again. Um. Which Iron Maiden song is about AIDS? Eddie well, thinks he's got it. Eddie well, thinks he's got it. It's fear is the key, obviously, because the line goes: "The kids have lost their freedom, and nobody cares till somebody famous dies." Yeah, it's very good. He's right. That's that's about it. It's very right. Uh, makes the score three two. It's it's the Iron Maiden tackling the big issues. That's right. Medieval torture, AIDS, Napoleonic war crimes, Brexit. <laughs> who love to nod um, on the album Power Slave can you name some of the hidden features and messages that are uh, hidden on the uh, the picture of the temple uh, I can have a go uh, They're, they're, they're quite amusing if I remember correctly no they're yeah. deep and meaningful actually okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> very much depends uh, on your uh... I, I remember that I remember so, yeah, yeah, finding them funny but obviously probably the uh, expert here they can, he can yeah. explain the, the deep meaning behind some of these what the first one that springs to mind is uh, the hidden message that says what no guineas <laughs> what what were they trying to get out with that, Eddie? Yeah, I think it's about race. <laughs> right, 
How? How so? <laughs> Tell me more. Black and white living together. Pretty much what I was hoping you wouldn't say <laughs> with, with that. Um, um, what? What? Uh, any others, Tim? That's uh, uh, it's good. It's good. Th- 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 there's there's four more. Fortunately, yep. One that just says "What a load of crap!" <laughs> right. <laughs> All in capitals. Yeah. Okay. What a load of crap. Hubris. Uh, and oh, then hubris. also, <laughs> then also the word bollocks. Right, good. With a yeah. Z instead of the S, so bollocks, bollocks. These these are all correct, listeners. Uh, Indiana, Indana, not Indiana. Indana Jones was here, <laughs> 1941. Who's Indana? I believe. I don't think that's what they're talking about. <laughs> I can't think of anybody. <laughs> Maybe uh, it's a copyright thing. Possibly, yeah, possibly, <laughs> possibly. That's why they spelled bollocks wrong. <laughs> As well, if they were really concerned with uh, copyright, they wouldn't have hidden Mickey Mouse's face no. in, the, in there as well, possibly on a Sphinx or something, uh, because the cover is actually a sort of uh, it's the pyramid, a pyramid of Giza with some some Egyptian uh, sculptures out front. That is. <laughs> Probably the best description um, I, I've heard yet of the uh, Power Slave album sleeve. With, with the the Power Sleeve, with if the, you will. The name I made like, stuck right up in the corner, really awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> From a design perspective. So. <laughs> it's the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Very good, Tim. 3-3. Three, three. Oh, thank you. Oh, very good indeed. Okay. Um, first to... Uh, what is it? First to 26 wins. <laughs> Stick with us, listeners. Let's make this the, the decider. Okay. Oh, let's make this the decider. Is Eddie really a Maiden fan? Was Tim just pretending not to like Maiden last week? We need to ask a question that only the truest Maiden fan will know the answer to. Which Iron Maiden single features me on the back cover? <laughs> I'm looking at Eddie. Eddie's looking at me. We're both looking at you. That's, uh, that's come out of extremely field. specialist. Yeah. Come out of left field. Um, single, you say? It was a single, yeah. It was single. What album was it from? No clues. <laughs> you're you're the you're the Iron Maiden fan. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> A lot of thinking going on here. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, just uh, going through the visual memory of every single Iron Maiden single yeah. and uh, its artwork. There are a lot of singles. There were a lot of singles, but there's only one single that featured a picture of me on the back cover The Clairvoyant It's good James but it's not quite right Tim would you like a go? The Clairvoyant 
the, the, the clever went live. That's right. Oh. That's right. Tim wins it. Oh. I'm on the back cover of the Clairvoyant Live, live from Castle Donington in 1988. There's a picture of me looking a little bit cold and a little <laughs> bit bored because Iron Maiden are a little bit boring and they made me feel a little bit cold. Eddie, you're a con artist and you should get out. Thank you. No, thanks for coming, though. It's, uh, it's been, been uh, genuinely great. And everybody should go to UK dot org and check out Eddie's ridiculous map uh, which is preposterously well researched fascinating and a little bit weird but well intentioned <laughs> thanks for coming <laughs> oh no it's the Zumba Zombies <laughs> It's no sacrifice at all. Lowry! <laughs> I'm going down the local and then I'll have a chip bomb, Lowry. <laughs> you can't just boil it down to... <laughs> just, to just, northern, northern artist. You can't say... Lowry. That's the worst thing. The worst... In, the, the, at their very worst, surely the ultimate um, uh, elbow song would be a cover version of... Uh, Cats and Dogs by whoever those people were in the 1970s. And he painted matchstick men and cat matchstick cats and dogs. <laughs> painted kids on the corner of the street are having a snog. Oh, build a plane, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Anorak Matova. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, right. Uh, hi everybody uh, we thank you for coming back to us here I am Andrew uh, this is Tim hello and we're here with Eddie Metal Hampshire's biggest Iron Maiden fan in the studio we've uh, uh, we've uh, talked him down after his uh, little defeat in the Iron Maiden quiz there and we're very very pleased to have him here and uh, great to have him on board and uh, uh, hi Eddie thanks, uh, thanks for still being with us thank you for having me hey no problem at all and uh Probably hasn't escaped your notice, listeners. Pro. <laughs> Although it has escaped yours. You don't get that on Mark Maron, do you? <laughs> crash, crash, donk. Bottle open, key down. Um, don't get that on the Nerdist, do you? That sort of thing happened on uh, Music Heritage UK uh, podcast, uh, Eddie. Well, I, I, wouldn't, sort of I wouldn't know, but uh, you'd have to talk to the uh, good people. Still in character. He's still in character. <laughs> you'll, you'll break him. But that's okay. We've loosened up now. We're in the uh, third hour of the show. As Tim always points out, it's where the golden stuff happens. Yeah. Um, the magic hour. Uh, very great of you to be staying in character. Um, thank you. 
It's above and beyond the call of duty. <laughs> we were mean to you about your thing you did, which was clearly took a lot of time and is worth looking at. And uh, very sorry about that. Thank you uh, for all uh, still being here uh, at this late on in the episode. I like to call the people who stay this late, uh, well, we call them uh, Team Core Foo, I think, don't we, Tim? <laughs> we do, the, yeah. the real stayers, strictly for the heads. And um, those of you in Team Core Foo, uh, if you haven't listened late on in the, in the specific episode, you're lost now. Um, but Team Core Foo know what I'm talking about, TC. Um, you probably in the last episode, and very possibly in the last feature as well, noticed a little bit of insubordination uh, going on. Um, Certainly, last week, former sidekick of the year, Tim, got a little bit of out of control in the uh, the section we were talking about on hair. And I thought that perhaps, to rectify that, it might be time for a little bit of team building. It's a very, uh, very magnanimous point of view to take and uh, I, you know, I did apologise after the show yeah. during the week couple of, accepted couple of, ta- couple of texts accepted on your, uh, on your Facebook wall as uh, a lot of people have been saying to me after the fact Tim you're not that kind of podcaster it was the uh, yeah <sighs> yeah podcast fever sets in sometimes yeah. we all say things we don't mean but you know what uh, I say Tim what's that you say what do you say there is no I in team. But there is one I in Tim. When morale is low and sales are flatlining, let's get the senior management team together for a Japanese taiko drum weekend in the Y Valley. The drummers came up from an art centre in Exeter, bringing with them a powerful blend of rhythm, dynamic movement and spiritual calm. After two days of studying mutual awareness, support, trust and enthusiasm, the same principles that unite successful teams in business and Wolfmania the podcast, our weekend culminated in a spectacular drum performance, a newfound camaraderie and empathy between team members, more effective teamwork, personal breakthroughs in self-confidence and appreciation for the importance of total commitment to any task and team leadership with clarity, vision and understanding. Oh no, 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 no. Hold on. It actually culminated with the zen-like drum instructor saying, Hell, Andrew, in 20 years no one's ever snapped the sticks before. And our chief executive officer, frankly humbled by my vulgar one-man display of drum warfare, never speaking to me ever again. The worst team-building event I ever went on, however, was a fancy-dressed taxation accountancy away weekend. Nothing says uh, key legislation changes and inflation adjustments quite as harrowingly as a man dressed as Jim Carrey from The Mask. I already felt out of place in the uh, compliance and disclosure of the new offshore landscape seminar without being dressed as a noddy holder. Glittery sideburns and top hat? Check. Flappy checked flares? Yep. Packet of cuppa soup gaffer taped to my chest? Hmm. What was that about rule changes for unincorporated businesses again? You know what would be the best team building, uh, of course? Taking a trip to Steve Austin's Broken Skull Ranch. Uh, Have you seen that? Tim, you seen uh, that? Eddie? Seen anything of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Ranch? It's sort of total wipeout via Burning Man. Uh, a sort of dusty, lycra-clad, grunt-and-grown Fort Boyard. <laughs> it's a, sort of a fun-free desert storm 
it's a knockout. But instead of Richard the Hammond Hamster pretending to have a sense of humour from a distant commentary box somewhere, you get neckless WWE Hellraiser Stone Cold Steve Austin gruffly honking at you like a slightly out-of-tune radio. I'm Steve Austin, I'm looking for the toughest badasses in America. And instead of puzzle games with Leslie Grantham, it's all tough mudder obstacle courses and dust-ups and games called things like Ass Kicker, Barn Burner and Ball Breaker. It's sort of brilliant. Each week I'm bringing eight elite athletes to my ranch to go head-to-head. Every round competitors are knocked out until only one is left standing. Oh, that person earns the right to take on what I call the Skull Buster. A half-mile course with ten grueling obstacles that will test the will of even the most experienced athlete. Beat that, I'll give you $10,000 because you are one tough son of a... Stone Cold Steve spends 55 minutes of every one-hour episode shouting. He's part drill instructor, part carnival barker, part Mark Loro Lawrenson and a little bit Ian Mackay. He patrols the ground next to the heaving athletes, all ex-marines and fitness instructors, all the while commentating like a little kid in a game of playground football. It's a one-note, hard-stamina stream of consciousness. Amanda's showing real heart here. Amanda's a badass. I appreciate her coming out, smiling, giving her all as she lifts a 15-foot log using technique and heart. Candy! 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 It ain't over yet! These ladies are warriors, and for those of you who may have knocked over a beverage watching this war, you are welcome. Ready, set, go! Stand right there, too. Let's go, ladies. Let's go. There you go, girls. There you go, girls. Allison, give it everything she got. Stand on top. Allison on bottom. Okay, Allison's up. Allison's up. Allison's up. Beast mode. Allison in beast mode. Allison all the way down in deep water. Danger zone. Santa throws the bag. Okay, Santa's up. Santa's up. Santa's up. Oh, she missed the bag. Allison with the bag. All right, let's go. Find your feet. Find your feet. Come on. There she comes, Santa. Push your back, Santa. Push your back. Okay, Allison. Oh, 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 oh. Damn, what a war. A little bit of Stone Cold Steve is exactly what this team needs. So, um, has anybody got any team building exercises for us? I thought uh, the three of us, uh, Eddie, if you, you'd you be, be okay for a bit of team building? Definitely. I think we can repair some bridges. Yeah. Tim? I think it's necessary yeah. at this juncture. Yeah, important. That's important. probably true. And, uh, yeah. We'll get Big Paws in as well, The uh, our uh, mascot cat. Yep. Uh, listener's favourite. We haven't spoken about him for five episodes, but you can buy badges <laughs> of him in the shop. www.wolfmania.org. They're not going that well because nobody knows what it is. We've got a cat. It's adorable. He's called Big Paws. <laughs> We're going to bond. We're going to bond with the cat. We're going to bond. Uh, I think you've come, you've come up with... Uh, little exercise for us Tim haven't you I have I have uh, <laughs> and uh, the, the exercise is is based on uh, leadership qualities mm. and uh, I think it's a it's a, a chance for you to prove prove your worth as as, ah. as you know as the erstwhile leader of the podcast for both me and Eddie to paid for it to uh, names to, above the door to uh, to, to you know to see how well also we follow, how subservient we are. I don't think it's about subservience. I think it's surely it's, it's, uh, it's entirely about subservience, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> uh, but it involves uh, 
It involves blindfolds. Oh, that's handy. I've uh, I've, I've always <laughs> carry some blindfolds. Uh, I've got uh, what, a selection. What there. a wonderful selection of freshly ironed bandanas you have. Uh, what colours would you like, lads? You have a choice between. Uh, I would call that lemon yellow. Uh, we've got white can, and black. You, you can do better than lemon yellow. <laughs> it, really? Canary gold mine or something? Is it? Know? Like like what if it was a electric custard? Electric custard. Okay. Um, no, I mean that really is that's it's meringue. It's extreme it's, meringue. It's free range yolk. That, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's yours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eddie, you've got a choice. I'm sorry, I don't have black leather. I've got white and black. I've got um, blue and black. What's that <laughs> sort of a, what sort of a blue would you say that was? Royal blue. Yeah. Royal blue. Yeah, royal blue. I have the royal blue. Or, or a sort of um, taupe. No, that's mauve. Mauve. Not a mauve. It's a mauve. Lilac. Light. Yeah, it's a lilac. Um, I have the blue actually. Okay, great. Closest to the Union Jack. We can't all put them on at once because <laughs> that would literally be the blind leading the blind. I think somebody's got to put them on for us, haven't they? Because I can't, you can't put a blindfold on yourself, can you? I don't know. This is all getting a bit interesting, isn't it? <laughs> it's all getting a bit late night. <laughs> uh, Fifty Shades of Wolfmania, the podcast. <laughs> Please, somebody said it. Right, I'm going to take, I'm going to take my headphones off. Okay. Somebody can touch my head now if they want. <laughs> well, let's see uh, see how Eddie gets on with... Uh... Take my glasses off. <laughs> OK, what's going on here? Eddie, Eddie is taking his helmet off as well. You heard. Uh, here we go. I'm handing uh, Eddie the yellow... Uh, the y- yellow bandana. Uh, we are uh, blindfolding your colleague, Tim. Mm-hmm. Or making him look like a particularly jaunty member of the band Suicidal Tendencies. Here we go. Oh, and the, I have to tell you, bonus points for Eddie already for leaving just a little bit of yellow hanging out so it looks exactly like a beak. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> wow. Okay, can somebody blindfold Eddie, please? <laughs> Eddie needs blindfolding as well. Yes. Okay, right, okay. I believe that's how it goes, isn't it? Um, I have to tell you, not strictly sure <laughs> how this goes. Bit of team building. Happy to do that, Eddie. Where's yeah. my microphone? I can't see a thing. I- I'll hand you your microphones in a second, uh, chaps. Just so I can fill the, fill the, the dead air. <laughs> Here we go. There uh, you go, Tim. Thank you. There you go. We're just uh, tying Eddie's uh, bandana on around here, around his specs. He's got. He's done a bit like a Power Ranger. <laughs> so uh, it's very. Uh, it's all yellow through my bandana. Must be uh, a bit like how it feels to be in uh, Coldplay. Or if you've just done poppers. <laughs> Is that what that Coldplay song's about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all yellow because I'd just done some poppers. <laughs> And uh, hold on a second, chaps. This looks like a rip. I have to tell you, we've got a JK has now got his blue mask JK, on. Who's JK? Uh, sorry, uh, Eddie Metal here has got his uh, blue mask on. You're not inviting JK here again. He just goes on about his cars the whole time. <laughs> oh. Give it a rest, man. 
Yeah. Why don't you tell us about how you wrote more of that Harry Potter stuff? <laughs> very good, Wait, very waited good. a second for it to land. <laughs> very good. Never thought it was coming in that one. It's oh. like throwing a boomerang. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, it's a new album coming. He's got a new record. How do you know about that, Eddie? You, do you like the bit of the uh, space funk? Well, as well as Iron Maiden, I'm yeah. a big fan of. Dragon How have you got time? <laughs> <laughs> got all these concerts to go to. Good question. About the Jamiroquai maps, <laughs> nothing in comparison. <laughs> I can't wait for the Jamiroquai map. Three dots. Yeah. The, the Jamiroquai map is an emo band that we are forming. <laughs> and they will definitely be producing a <laughs> record next week. Um, I have to tell you, listeners, um, that. Fe- featuring uh, Guy Garvey. Featuring <laughs> <laughs> the Jamiroquai map. Featuring Guy Garvey. Featuring Guy Garvey. It was all yellow. <laughs> Tie on your bandanas, lads. Let's <laughs> get down to the working men's club. Team building down at Neto's. <laughs> I'll have a pint of heavy love. <laughs> and whatever you're having. <laughs> Come on, everybody, it'll be all right. <laughs> um, it, uh, it's a wonderful scene here. Um, the team building's going on well in that they can no longer see or do anything. <laughs> and it looks like if we were going to put on some kind of puppet-free but really enthusiastic, slightly harrowing amateur Muppet show <laughs> in a theatre above a pub. Uh, uh, to my left, I've got Chicken Guy, <laughs> chicken guy Garvey and... A blue Power Ranger. <laughs> he looks like bare knuckle fighting to yeah, the death. Some kind of eco Power Ranger. <laughs> he doesn't go along with all normal power stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, now we've got them blindfolded. Um, we uh, they, they need to perform some kind of a task uh, to bring some kind of togetherness. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give them uh, a piece of paper each. Here we go, Tim. That's yours. Thank you. And here's one for you, Eddie. It's uh, excellent radio. I think you can hear the paper, everybody. Here we go. They've uh, got their... Uh, could you hear them being snippy about being given, given paper on the radio? But they don't do that over at no. Music Heritage UK. One minus point. I know it's not about winning, but one minus point to Eddie puts him on minus one it actually puts him on about minus five he was late he didn't actually know anything about Iron Maiden <laughs> and now this alright so we, uh, we've got, got a piece of paper for you each what I'm going to do is uh, uh, try and talk you through tearing that piece of paper into a shape and uh, that shape is going to be the Wolfmania logo which, uh, as anybody who's been to the Wolf Mania shop, what, to, to replace the new, the one we've actually got. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're, we're, this, no, we're, we're going to try and replicate the excellent oh, one okay. that we've already got, and that you can buy on all manner of things over at www.wolfmania.org/shop. Perhaps you could remind the uh, the audience yeah. of of what the logo consists of. It is a brilliant wolf. Look, uh, it's, it's a sort of a, a wolf's head. A bit like the Wolves logo itself. Looks a bit like a Batman mask hanging over the top of a traditional podcast microphone. Okay. 
so it's uh, really it's two big ears with two eye holes in it uh, and then underneath that podcast microphone frankly I'll take a wolf's logo if it looks a bit like a wolf you want us to cut that, cut that out I want you to tear that out of the piece of paper that you've got in your blindfolded hands and he thinks it's impossible already he thinks how am I going to do that I can hear it there's He's spluttering away, his little bandana's flapping up. Doesn't think it's possible. Well, maybe if you listen to me, I can guide you through it. Okay. And we can do this together. So let's hold our paper as though it's a piece of A4. And uh, though you're, you're reading it somewhere. So uh, we'll have it in portrait pose. And if you grab that in the, mid, the top middle, see if you can take a little U-shape out of there. So you're, you're taking a taking a hole maybe about two or three fingers down two or three fingers in we're going to try and create the illusion of ears and create those ears first okay that's very good eddie has uh, done that he's gone for quite big ears quite a small hole tim's tearing away tim's going for a larger hole as the incredibly talented graphic designer before behind the Wolfmania podcast logo, I would expect him to uh, excel at this. Okay, that's great. We've got we've got some ears there, everybody. That's fantastic. Okay, now if you uh, uh, move your hands down towards the bottom of the paper, this is such great radio, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll speed it up. <laughs> I mean, you're, I'm enjoying it. You're yeah. really enjoying it. <laughs> oh, this is, I mean, it's fascinating. Um, what we need to we, we need to sort of create the cheeks now. So, yeah. If you grab, uh, if you put your four fingers uh, around the the very bottom of the the page, uh, do it one handed in the middle bottom of the page. Um, okay, so not quite that. No, no, uh, Eddie, uh, turn your, your your paper back round. So. Uh, as though you're cupping the bottom of the page with one hand there we go that's right Eddie yeah that's good that's good Tim uh, go with one hand a one hand cup at the, the very bottom of the page there um, that's the chin of your fox <laughs> fox mania have got me that's the chin of your wolf right there so you want to leave that bit untorn and from the edge of your hand tear diagonally upwards to the side of the page on either side Very good. It's got uh, one side gone. Ooh! <laughs> it's gone. Oh no! Oh, poor old Eddie's got cocky there. Very good. Now, um, <laughs> we're in trouble here. If you can, uh, okay, if we can take it uh, two hands to the side of the paper and then move it up towards the top third, we need to put some eyes in this bad boy. So. You just want to poke two finger holes <laughs> right in the middle of those pages and we'll create some eyes for this wolf. <laughs> Remember, listeners, you could, uh, you could have a look at these creations oh, yeah. on the uh, Wolf Mania Instagram <laughs> to be found to be found at uh... 
Uh, yeah, you can find it at, um, at Instagram, uh, Andrew underscore Wolfpack, or on Twitter, at Andrew underscore WM. And um, Tim, if you could turn to face the, the voice that you're hearing, um, I'll just take a photo of this. You know what? I'm not surprised that that's really fairly excellent. Um, it looks sort of 3D, that's great. And uh, Eddie, if you could... Uh, Sorry, Eddie, if you could move this way slightly. Let's uh, have a look at this. Um... <laughs> Disgrace. Uh, that's absolutely beautiful, chaps. Um, thank you so much for doing that. Um, it, why not uh, take off your uh, take off your masks? <laughs> and let's see what we've uh, let's see what we've got. Listeners, I have to tell you, Tim has created an excellent and characterful wolf with two eyes, a mouth, a snarl, and some ears, and a tusk. <laughs> Might be his tongue hanging out. Eddie has created what appears to be. It's kind of a bit like the wolf's logo. It's a bit like a wolf logo. If anything, I think he's been distracted and he's tried to create an Iron Maiden logo. Um, partly there, it's, got, it's essentially a torn up piece of paper. Um, and he's got a bit grumpy about it. And what I think we've learned about the team here, we've, there's a, uh, been some great trust that's gone on there. Um, Tim's ability to take direction from mainly me um, has filled me with joy. Eddie, not so much probably not coming back next week Tim love to have you back really love what you've done there the rift has really, been healed really the appreciate the effort um, it, that, it looks fantastic I'll get you to sign that we'll stick it in the shop yep okay and uh, we will take charity bids for that and uh, we'll put the money to um, Music Heritage UK heaven knows the Rolling Stones need more money don't they <laughs> Iron Maiden they, we need to be salvaging some cash for those Poor, poor, poor people. Hit by Iron Maiden. <laughs> Across the globe. It's an epidemic. You've seen the map. You've seen the map. The red, the, there's a new red dot popping up all the time. <laughs> it's an outbreak. Like whack-a-mole. <laughs> Which, uh, whack-a-mole, yeah. is um, uh, pretty much how I thought that... Uh, they said pronounced guacamole in uh, Mexico. I thought it was the proper way of doing it. Guacamole. Oh, I'd like some guacamole. But in fact, that's just an oversized men's clothes shop. In <laughs> advertised by. I'm getting there. I've caught up. I've caught up. By, by. You... <laughs> What's the Mexican Freddie Flintoff called? <laughs> Federico. Flintoffo. <laughs> Have a care, lads! Tell the Rancho Giacomo's. <laughs> Doing shopping in Giacomo. They should get Guy Garvey on Giacomo. <laughs> should they? He's, he's not a, a. He's a larger northern gentleman um, with a lovely singing voice and a winning turn of poetic phrase. Yeah, he could just. That, 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 you know, he's got a man of the people wink and a warmth. Yeah, yeah, you can have him sort of wandering through the aisles of of uh, Giacomo. Oh, he'd be brilliant in a Giacomo. Spoke, just doing some spoken word. In his, yeah, you know, he'd have a uh, big blazer on. 
Have a get a blazer on. XXXXXL. <laughs> 38 inch waist. You're going to laugh now. <laughs> have a look at back. He'd be, he'd be brilliant at that. He's yeah. got a, he's got a, 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 he's got great soft skills. A warm bedside manner. Okay. Speaking of which, I think you've got him confused with Peter K. <laughs> <laughs> Might have got us uh, another gig, Tim. Another one. That's exciting. Yep. When the Internet Space Station next lands, we're looking for people to do the uh, hospital radio in uh, St Mary's. Uh, Round the corner. Interesting, interesting. I was originally thinking a Saturday morning slot, but I think that's, you know, too kid-friendly. Yeah, too too much energy involved. Yeah, we want to be the late-night... The late-night cult guys on (laughs) hospital radio. (laughs) I think it would be good for us, wouldn't it? It would probably get us out of the house, if if that's what you mean, yeah. Yeah, it's it's an unpaid position. (laughs) It's a a bit like the podcast. Yeah. There's not a lot of money in it, I don't think. Doing it for the love of it. No, exactly right. Well, yeah, quite. Eddie, your stint's not over. Microphone up. You could play some good songs. We play. What sort of songs would you like to hear, Eddie? Were you ill? Oh, Iron Maiden. Yeah, I thought. I thought it might be Iron Maiden. The nodding donkey blues. Yeah. (laughs) If you were um, ill in hospital, Eddie, heaven forfend, and I I hope that doesn't happen to you. What would? um, Run to the hills. Run to the hills. <laughs> uh, Fairly a, obvious one he's chosen there. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd go for the nodding donkey blues. <laughs> <laughs> Me, two minutes to midnight, which I think is when our show would be on, yeah. and we could uh, we could probably do that. Well, that could be the theme tune, couldn't it? Two minutes to midnight. We come on after whatever else happens on hospital radio <laughs> happens at Timmy Mallet. Eleven for Timmy Mallet. Yeah, Timmy Mallet's on. <laughs> I think it's mainly um, <laughs> desperately, desperately scared, frightened, uh, and unwell people asking you to play uh, Elvis songs most of the time. Okay. Good luck with that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> here's, a, here's a new one off the ro- the new Robert Pollard album. <laughs> yeah, it's track seventeen. It's not even the single. Yeah. Came in for a operation. Came out with a newfound appreciation of, <laughs> of ESP Ohio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today's featured album. <laughs> Tonight's featured record. We're playing it in full over the course of our three-hour slot. <laughs> uh, uh, we're, uh, tonight we're going to be uh, really looking into uh, the Lithuanian deep cut movement. <laughs> <laughs> playing a bit of Essex hard step. Seeing <laughs> <laughs> you through those small hours, and hopefully, hopefully through your operation. <laughs> Be get, getting letters in. Here's some farmer on. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? <laughs> Next up, we've got a request for a bit of Afro man. <laughs> 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 Come out of there. You're on all sorts of morphine. <laughs> because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. We'd be, we'd be so good on hospital radio. You'd just be bewildered, wouldn't you? By the time you came you're out. pretty bewildered when you're in there anyway. Yeah. 
I think we'd uh, we'd put a few uh, put a few smiles on some faces. Could that big up some of the unsung heroes of the hospital scene? Like some of the porters, get a porter in. Yeah. Have a chat with him. Radiographer. He's probably a bit high end. <laughs> he'll have, he'll <laughs> Doesn't have really gone, fancy it. He'll have gone home. Uh, the unsung heroes of Hip Hospital. Yeah. That's the name of the feature. And it'll be like We'd be carpool the karaoke, <laughs> wouldn't it? We'd get on a wheelchair. Yeah. And we'd be pushing somebody around in a wheelchair and do, whilst you're uh, singing Adele. <laughs> 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 we'd be lucky to see, it, see Andrew it and Tim's hip operation. Exactly. We go and find somebody who's due a hip operation. Yeah. And then play them from naughty by nature. Yeah, we would. <laughs> <laughs> or Queensryche Operation Mind Crime. Or Scarpunk bit of Operation Ivy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. I think we found our calling. Yeah, and that's where we'll definitely use the uh, the new Wolfmania uh, theme tune. Yeah, is everybody here having a good time? Is anybody here having a good time? Probably not, it's a hospital. <laughs> be fine. Smells bad. But look where sunshine that would be that. Tune that blaring out for that the can awards. be Eddie's nickname. Yeah, it's Wolfmania uh, Hip Operation with Andrew Tim and Little Ray Sunshine. <laughs> Little Ray Sunshine, <laughs> it could be like a bluesman or a country guy. Here's Little Ray Sunshine <laughs> in the morning, yeah. rise and shine, with Little Ray Sunshine. <laughs> what do you got for us, Ray? <laughs> well, oh, damn it, a lot of people in this here hospital. They're getting pretty sick. Pretty sick and tired of not hearing country music. <laughs> Why do you get your ukulele out and sing him a song, right? <laughs> oh, I'd love to. <laughs> um, Eddie's never heard country music. <laughs> no, neither have we, by the sounds of it. I think it sounds like the only time we've ever heard country music was in some kind of arcade where the, where you shoot those water squirting guns <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, at the guy at those targets and then the guy in the toilet opens his door and goes I'm on the toilet stop squirting the guns at me I'm on the toilet you're supposed to be shooting the varmints oh the varmints that's <laughs> what, what it's like isn't it yeah I think, I think so it's what it's going to be like in hospital radio they're not going to let us out <laughs> <laughs> a very different hospital they'll be sending us to. Well, they'll be saying, um, <laughs> somber thought. <laughs> uh, listeners, do know that we all had a bit of a think about that, realised it probably was likely. And uh, <laughs> you're not coming out, lads. There's no radio station here. What are you doing? You're just shouting in the corridor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on, Ray. Time for us to go home. Okay. <laughs> oh, let's get back to the Broken Skull Ranch. <laughs> yeah, we need to probably stop, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we probably do. <laughs> Which is bad news for anybody who tuned uh, in, especially to uh, hear our chat tonight about... Uh, the Innovations Catalogue, which I had down <laughs> as, let, as, as a backup letter, I <laughs> some of my favourite things advertised in the Innovations Catalogue in its twenty-year run from nineteen eighty-three to two thousand and three. Those slippers that light up at the bottom—they they, stop doing them. Um, have to be another time, I'm afraid, listeners, because we have reached 
actually the guys have reached the end of their tether <laughs> uh, with this and um, we should sign off for another week so thank you for your patience and your laughs and your beautiful faces that's what we'll be saying at the hospital radio yeah <laughs> oh we should work that out thank you for your patience oh <laughs> thanks yeah. for your patience but you're dying to get out of here no sorry for ruining it we'll leave it yours was better here's some polvo <laughs> <laughs> Hey, cheers, Wolfmania listeners. We'll be back with you for some steamy late-night action uh, next week, I would have thought. Um, Until then, uh, thanks for coming. Thanks to Eddie Metal, uh, Hampshire's biggest Iron Maiden fan. And uh, thanks uh, mainly to yourselves. Go to uh, www.musicheritage.uk.org and uh, give them some money and check out some of the fantastic work that they're doing over there. Then go to wolfmania.org and buy a load of in the shop. Good night. Night.